0: Here comes Pierce with five seconds left. Pierce with three, Pierce with, three. Pierce with two, Pierce, throbbling at the horn, it's good! With Morris, Wald, Neal, and Gortelli. Right, Werner can't find anybody, he gives it to Wald. Werner gets Bradley for three!
1: What's up, Wizards fans? This is Locked On Wizards Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Getzel, the Wizards' extra beat reporter, and I wish I could be more excited right now, but the Wizards absolutely stunk tonight, especially when it mattered most in the fourth quarter. Throughout most of the game, they actually weren't shooting well, and it was a pretty horrid game, to be honest, but at least we have a wonderful guest to join us tonight. We're here with uh, Raisha Canales. I hope I didn't butcher your name too bad, um, who's a huge Wizards fan. Not exactly in the best mood tonight, so let's hope that she keeps the language clean. And you can follow Raisha on Twitter at rmarillette, that's r-m-a-r-i-l-e-t-t-e. Tonight, we're going to be talking with Raisha about the Wizards squandering their opportunity to take control of the series and have the chance to close out at home on Friday. They shot just 8 of 24 in the fourth quarter. That's 33%. They also missed 90% of their threes in the fourth as Toronto won it 108 to 98. Also, we're going to talk about Bradley Beal, who was, you know, shooting pretty erratically when it mattered most. Uh, He was just 1 of 6 in the fourth quarter. John Wall was 2 of 7. He had a huge game, though, once again. And he also committed two costly turnovers in the fourth, ended up with 7 in the game. But nevertheless, a strong performance. And finally, Racia mentioned that it seemed like DeLon Wright outscored the whole Wizards team. Uh, he was <laughs> he at sure 7 did. points through three quarters, finished with 18, um, including a, a back-breaking 3 and alley-oop finish. I think he did that in Game 2 as well. Some other game, like it was close late in the game, and then DeLon Wright did the exact same thing. He hits a 3 and then gets out on the break for one of those weak layup up alley finishes. He had two steals also in the game. So, unfortunately, we're about to jump right into all of that. So, you guys are listening to Locked On Wizards Podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. There's great coverage all around the league from the different... Locked On NBA Station, so be sure to tune in. I've talked to Sean Woodley of Locked On Raptors a couple of times, and if you want to hear the Raptors perspective, definitely listen to his podcast and make sure you're subscribing to us too on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you want to find us. Uh, We're Active on Twitter, um be sure to follow Rachia. You can follow Locked On Wizards as well at Locked On Wizards. We post all the links to these interview podcasts as well. Um you can follow me at Noah underscore G-O-E-T-Z-E-L. And last but not least, uh check out Wizards Extra, which is the blog where I'm the beat writer. I've been covering the team for the past four years, and I've been in the locker room after every home game for the past two years. So at Wizards Extra is the place to find us. Raisha I found out or I guess we discovered that we work together can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you became such a big Wizards fan so we work at the FDA together which is very ironic I had no idea but she's just like such a small world yeah
2: yeah, so I work for the FDA in Silver Spring, just as Noah mentioned, and growing up, I used to watch sports with my brother and my dad all the time, huge DC sports fans, um, I, got, I gotta I got give a shout out to my brother, his Twitter handle is at, I think I am Danden or something. He inspired me to really take on D C sports and um, he really instilled into me the love for D C sports and he lives he currently lives in California right now mm. and he's always repping D C all day, every day, so shout out to my brother.
1: And you can find him and, on Twitter by the way at D A N D I N G A L I N G Dan Dingaling. Dan Dingaling, yep. Dan,
2: Ding-ow-ing. Dan
1: Ding-ow-ing. Yeah. Yep, That's right. <laughs> Anyway, we are here to recap a a sad, disappointing finish to this game. What do you think? Do you think it was great defense by the Raptors or just the inability for the Wizards to make a shot in most of the game? Three of the four quarters. In the third, they they shot pretty well. They had 11 of 18, and you know they they turned it into a more interesting contest. It looked like they had a lot of momentum going into that fourth, even though the score was just about knotted up. Yeah,
2: so I feel like throughout the whole game, throughout the whole first three quarters, they were neck and neck. I mean, they gave DeMar DeRozan anything he wanted in the paint, but we'll, we can live by that. I mean, the we were shooting not well from the three-point line, mm-hmm. and we were still in the game, right? So, um, I just feel like when the Wizards were leading by five points with like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, of course, the costly turnovers, it's a game of runs, right? So, I feel like right when the Raptors had their run I feel like the Wizards couldn't recover from that. They had stagnant offense in the, in like with five minutes left. They couldn't buy a shot. Uh, Bradley Beal was non-existent in the fourth quarter, which we really need him, you know what I mean? So I just feel like everything... Um, John Wall... I mean, John Wall, he was the main reason why we were in this game. So I just feel like the role players, Keefe, Otto Porter... Bradley Beal had to step had to step it up.
1: Yeah. And the Raptors ended the game on a 14 to 7 run. Uh the Wizards were actually up by what? 5 six points or so in the fourth yeah. quarter.
2: 87-82 after the after Oubre scored that and one and then Oh, you're right.
1: Yeah. It was Yeah, and then eight.
2: after that John Wall I think, turn the ball over twice. I think. And then that's when, I mean, I feel like in the fourth quarter, when it's crunch time with the last five minutes of the game, they didn't have really great offense, not really great shot selection. So bad offense on our end turns into easy offense on their end.
1: Right. And the Wizards have so, had that issue throughout the season where they, you know, they don't get the shot they want or they miss a shot or don't get a foul call. And then all of a sudden they just stop playing defense and let that, you know, lack of scoring affect them on the other end um this by the way was uh not the second worst because there were like a couple of games in the regular season but this by the numbers in terms of three pointers made the wizards had a couple games where they only hit four three pointers but they only had five tonight so that's you know by the the number of threes hit that was second worst they only shot 19 percent, i believe from deep Five of twenty six. And then that fourth quarter, just one of ten, um, really struggling. Ubre was one of seven, Wall was 0 of it, four. uh, Porter mm-hmm. 0 of three, Morris 0 of two role players really <sighs> didn't step up. There were yeah. you know and it, and it's so crazy, you no, know,
2: we were in the game still. Even yeah. even if even though we were shooting horribly down this like with um our three pointers weren't weren't hitting, we were still in the game. Right. And we just couldn't the last five minutes of the game I think this is just, it mirrored the first game of the series where we were neck and neck in the fourth quarter and then we just couldn't hit a shot the last five minutes of the game. I feel like I'm speaking for every Wizards fan here. It's just frustrating for us to watch how, you know, we can win. We can win these games. And it's just, we just always shoot ourselves in the foot every time down the stretch. And I don't know what adjustments Scott Brooks needs to make, but I just feel like... The role players need to step it up
1: big time. And one thing I was really concerned about for the Raptors was their role players were just going to explode with all the confidence of the home crowd. But, you know, the Wizards really held a lot of the team in check, I would say. Like, Abaka and Anunubi only had three points each. Like, there were a couple of guys who who did well. Um, DeRozan, of course, was leading the charge. He had 32. The Wizards have to find some sort of answer or a gang of defenders or or something to kind of you know, you suggested double teams, but it's really tough because they just have so many shooters. Like, the, the Raptors exactly. have 11 threes here tonight. Um, They're probably averaging, like, 12 threes or something throughout the series. I'm not exactly sure. But, you know, like, when you look at the role players, DeLon Wright had 18. Kyle Lowry seemed like... Is he, he, is, he,
2: is he a role player off the bench? He's off the bench, right?
1: Yeah, he doesn't start. Um, Lowry yeah. seemed like he hit every shot. He was 7 of 13. And then Jonas Valanciunas, he didn't shoot too well. He was just 5 of 13, but, you know, a 14-point, 13-rebound game and dominating performance over Gortat really hurts a lot. So <sighs> those were the only guys who had, you know, <laughs> double figures. 14, 17, 18 for DeLon, and then 32 for DeRozan. So it's not like they scored a ton of points. Uh, exactly. total had, like, 9 points. CJ Miles had 8. So it was... It was pretty quiet in terms of the role players. Of course, the Raptors are an incredibly deep team, but when then you look it's the just, other way at the Wizards, you had two guys score twenty points and nobody else did anything. Exactly,
2: exactly. I feel like it, I think Gortat, Wall, and Beal were the only players in double digits,
1: and, uh, and Ubre, yeah,
2: I, and Ubre, yeah, and like the rest of the team just has they have to produce. I mean, right. if you're getting outscored by Delon Wright, who is a bench scorer in the in the fourth quarter. But, you know, he's outscoring our, our role players. You know, that's absurd. And, like, I don't know, something... We play well at home, so I'm... That's the that's the only positive that I have. I mean, mm. I, think, I, I think with, like, the Wizards feeding off the home crowd, I think we'll play well. But, um, yeah, changes need to be made for sure for mm. Friday because one more game and that's it
1: yeah unfortunately uh it's rare i mean it'll be tough to win two in a row but i feel like i don't know i feel like the wizards have still even from that 2013 four, or sorry fourteen fifteen 15 series i feel like they just have a lot of confidence over the raptors just because of what the truth instilled in the team and hopefully guys <laughs> like you know porter who were on the squad back then can can step up i feel like it's incredibly rare that a team gets out-rebounded by 15 rebounds and still wins right. by 10 points. It was a 50-35 to 35 margin. And mm-hmm. yesterday on the podcast, I was talking, you know, maybe I jinxed it. I was talking so optimistically <sighs> about how the Raptors were worse in the playoffs in terms of turnovers. They're averaging like 17 turnovers a game. The Wizards were... I think, like, third or sixth, they, they ranked really well in terms of c- taking con- uh, care of the ball heading into this game. And then, of course, tonight the Wizards turned it over 18 times, Wall had seven of those, and the Raptors had just 10 turnovers. So, oh, wow,
2: yeah, that's huge.
1: We are going to take a quick break now. When we come back with Raisha, we're going to talk about the criticism that, of course, Bradley Beal and John Wall are about to face because of another poor performance in the fourth quarter they didn't get any help but you know we'll have to you know debate whether that criticism is fair or not because they have been you know slumping a lot in a lot of fourth quarters even though i feel like every time they do well in the fourth quarter people just like overlook it especially john wall in game four he he carried the team but now everyone's gonna be like oh well what have you done for me lately so we'll be right back with more of the locked on wizards podcast ratio canalis is that how you pronounce your last name erasure canless canless i'm sorry i'm putting all sorts of inflections (laughs) up in there my bad all right we'll be right back (laughs) with more locked on wizards podcast so stay tuned we'll be right back the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everyone? We are back with the Locked On Wizards podcast. I am Noah Getzel, and our guest tonight is Raisha Canalas. And we are talking about the Wizards' disappointing loss in Game 5, you know, a very pitiful, pivotal Game 5 in Toronto. John Wall and Bradley Beal don't play great in the fourth quarter, and it seemed especially like Beal was really forcing it. Why Do you feel like he was had bad shot selection, or was it just great defense by DeMar DeRozan? What went wrong Not for Not even. For him? I
2: feel like he had so many open shots. That open yeah. three that he had late in the fourth quarter, I feel like... Bradley Beal sometimes tries to play hero ball and doesn't success, it, it's not successful. Um, I feel like, I don't know what's wrong with him in the fourth quarter uh, on the road. I mean, he's great yeah. at home, but I just feel like hero ball just plays into his head maybe a little bit, and he just probably overthinks the shots. He, they had great looks in the fourth quarter. I mean, but the thing is, I feel like down the stretch with, like, three minutes left, I think we were down eight, and they kept shooting threes. They mm-hmm. kept shooting threes. Markeith Morris kept shooting a three, Oubre, Beal, they kept shooting threes. Like, you have so much time left, you know what I mean? So, like, why yeah. settle for for those long shots when you can just make easy, one, easy baskets, get fouled or something, you know what I mean? So, I think they were just... I think they panicked a little bit. <sighs> yeah, so...
1: Yeah, it felt like the game was over with, I don't know, maybe like, let's see. Oh, I was looking at the wrong quarter. I'm like, oh, this was a really close game. I was looking at the third (laughs) quarter. But I think about three minutes to go, it ended up being like a seven or eight game. But it just seemed absolutely insurmountable at that stage because the offense was so stagnant, unfortunately. Exactly,
2: exactly. And they couldn't, without John Wall, I mean, I think they were... They put really great defense on him, and without John Wall creating offense, I mean, and with the rest of the role players not stepping up, you have no offense. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just really frustrating to watch because I know the potential of this team. We we're we're a lot better than this, and I know yeah. there's a lot of frustrated fans right now. But I mean, we're still not out of the we're not out of this completely. Right. So I still have confidence. There
1: were, but there were two plays that I think totally turned the tide uh, with about three minutes to go. So DeLon Wright hit a really that deep three. three 31 feet away. Um, and then the next play, the Wizards Beal missed a three. Um, and then the, the Wizards actually got the offensive rebound. Wall missed after that. And then DeLon, DeLon Wright just went out in transition got that and, yeah. not an and one, but the, the alley play up. Mm-hmm. And then after yep. that, it was 99-93. Wizards looked <sighs> deflated. They called timeout. And You know, uh, I think Ubre missed a floater coming out at the time. It was not the best look. Um, So do you feel like the criticism that's been flying around around about Beal not being a closer and John Wall having like a low shooting percentage in the fourth quarter, is that justifiable in terms of them not showing up in this big moment? Can you attribute it to... Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're getting... Yeah, go ahead. Oh,
2: I feel like they're. I mean, they're they're all stars for a reason, right? So I feel like they they're getting paid the big bucks to produce in the fourth quarter. they, right. they need a big clutch. I feel like Bradley Beal isn't clutch as of in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah. I
2: mean, they're, they're being criticized. I mean, of course, like John Wall, he's an underrated point guard. Everyone thinks he's. I mean, I feel like he's like the best shot blocking point guard in the oh, league yeah. for Three sure. Right. But I mean, it, it's not gonna like people aren't gonna praise you for that. They're gonna praise you for the for the results that you have in the game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you lose, you're, you're going to get criticized no matter what. You're all-stars. I mean, Bradley Beal and John Wall, they have, all eyes are on them. All the lights are on them. So right. they are, like what um, Kyle Lowry said in the post-game interview, I think for Game 4 game, or Game 3, they are the heads of the snake. Yeah, And if one of them does not produce, I mean – you can't, like John Wall can't like beat Toronto on his own. You know what I mean? He's been playing the most consistent out of the Wizards. I mean, what he's been scoring what 26, 28
1: every yeah, game. Like twelve assists, three steals. 12, I think double, he was doubles, like leading. Like, yeah, the the, the I, it, all of the All Star. Uh, sorry, all of the playoff uh, players in the, in the postseason and steals as well. And he was e- either like at the top of the assist ranks or maybe just below the Ray John Rondo. Yeah, yeah it's just he's, unfortunate. he's been killing it. And tonight, he had a, another huge performance. He struggled a little bit with turnovers, but once uh-huh. again, 26 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists, a steal, and 3 blocks.
2: He was the main reason why we were in this game, for sure. I mean, it's just it's just unfortunate that they, you know, they will get criticized for this performance because, you know, like... This is where it matters in the playoffs. You, you, you either... Like, I think uh, Dwayne Casey said, there's, there's no series unless someone wins on the, the other opponent's court. So, I yeah. mean, it's... We just have to defend our home court on Friday, and hopefully... Noah, I don't know.
1: Gotta find <laughs> a hard... stop to DeRozan somehow. I don't know who can do it. Um, I feel yeah. like at the end of Game 4... Wall did that pretty well in the final five minutes. He didn't send him to the line, but it's you know there's obviously a hate mismatch there. It's tough to rely on John Wall to be your best offensive player if he's also covering a guy who averages okay. what he was averaging twenty eight before tonight. So he's you know close close to thirty points now. It's it's difficult, but exactly I don't he know gets who the best the is. I wish Ubre. I mean it like no matter who's guarding him he's still gonna hit incredibly difficult shots you know and the you thing can, with DeRozan is he,
2: right he is able to create shots that's his niche like he can create shots wherever he is on the court and when he's like inside the paint i mean he's unstoppable yeah. i think Otto porter has the length and he has the height to defend him he didn't really defend him that well tonight he scored 32 but i feel like yeah they need to at least do switches with like key for auto or something
1: yeah, there was a lot of, I think in Game 3, there were a lot of mismatches where um, where uh, DeRozan was really taking advantage of Morris, mm-hmm. who wasn't quick enough to to keep pace with him, and Morris has really been struggling, so he was great the first game. I think he had like 22 points, 11 rebounds, and 6 assists or something, but since then, yeah. like the past two games, he only had 6 points. He shot 2 of 8, missed both his shots from downtown tonight. And even though he had, you know, he had a clutch like and one, or it wasn't and one, it was an alley-oop uh, in the closing minutes of game, game four, four. It's, mm-hmm. you know, he's just not doing enough. He looks kind of yeah. slow out there. Um, I mm-hmm. understand there's yeah. two all-stars who want to take those shots, but I, I just, it's it doesn't look like the best distribution of, you know, offensive possessions. It feels a little bit like the ball is too sticky in John Wall's hands, and if they moved it mm-hmm. a little bit better, they would get some more. Opportunity, yeah. Perhaps. What happens?
2: Whatever happens, everybody eats. What happened? <laughs> like seriously, everyone's just all eyes on John Wall. I mean, he creates the offense, but I mean, like, just the extra pass, keep passing the ball. Everyone touched the ball. It's just.
1: All right, coach. Coach <sighs> Reza, we'll, we'll bench him. Uh, he won't be playing forty-four <laughs> minutes. Tomas Sadoransky and Ty Lawson and <laughs> I know <laughs> he Ramon Sessions know, are going to run he point.
2: It's it's crazy. He played the whole second half, and I, like Scott Brooks, like he, I mean, of course, Scott Brooks, he has a lot of confidence with uh, for John Wall, right? Yeah. But he's burning him out. Will he have enough gas for Friday? Because he's played the whole second second half. But
1: it's what happens in wanna... Celtics series? Exactly. And if the Wizards advance, it's oh you know it's going to be the same deal. It's it's the coaching
0: too. It's the coaching style yeah. too.
2: I'm sorry. Like you need to rest your All Star. For sure. Like give him like at least three minutes. You know Ty Lawson's been playing well. Why why couldn't he at least co- like cover like the third or third or fourth quarter for like three, three four minutes? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I just feel like Scott Brooks doesn't trust Ty Lawson or, or Saturancy yeah. or
1: something. And I might have missed it, but it seemed like the whole time Lawson was in, Wall was also in the game too.
2: Right. Exactly.
1: So and like it's tough to Sab- you know, have a guy who's like under six feet tall playing shooting guard. Exactly, cover, and right?
2: like I don't get why they don't. He's not playing Sato that much. He he played Wall all all year without John Wall, and like he's a good defensive player.
1: Mm-hmm. There was it's, actually a Raptors uh, matchup like right when Wall got injured, where the Wizards beat the Raptors without yeah. Wall. Sato had a huge game. He shut down. Well, he didn't quite shut down um Kyle Lowry because Lowry had a big fourth quarter, but you know for most of the game he held him in check. I I think it's. You know, there are too many point guards on the roster now, and it's difficult to mm-hmm. find minutes for, for Sadoransky because he's probably just not athletic enough, even though he's proven he's a good <laughs> playmaker and he can shoot well. Um, you know, the, just the defensive quickness. When it when it comes down to, like, the positional breakdown, he essentially also plays, like, shooting guard and some small forward. So would you rather have Kelly Oubre mm-hmm. or Sadoransky in the game? And the way right. they shoot it, I'd probably say Saturansky, but, you know, just... Oubre, he has... You mentioned he's the X-Factor. You know, he has plays where he gets steals and dunks. He'll, you know, he's, sky yeah. in for the offensive rebound and, and get... He does play. the
2: dirty things. Yeah. The, 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 and they matter. The things Otto you know, Porter he...
1: used to do before this injury. play like, Absolutely.
2: Yeah, we we need to talk to Otto Porter and Keith Morris for Friday because...
1: I don't think either one is 100% healthy. <laughs> Otherwise, they're if, just fading and disappearing.
2: Yeah, if you're combining for 15 points... Um, yeah I mean I don't know Scott Mike Scott why why didn't Mike Scott play in in, in in the place of Keith Morris you know what I mean he played I think Keith Morris played 28 minutes today
1: 28 yeah. Scott had just 14 yeah. 28 like, too too many for mark if you think 28 too many if you're not if you're not
2: scoring you know what I mean and yeah. he's not even I don't know you're right though like I've been watching Keith Morris I didn't even notice him in the fourth quarter he's, he's no. just standing around very lethargic not even he, uh, he's not the same for sure and he he likes to talk all this trash boy he better step up on Friday that's all I'm saying <laughs> you know what I mean like
1: I don't know. I mean, there's nothing more motivating teenage. than than winner go home. So let's yeah, let's yeah. hope that there's a full house. Let's hope that you know there's some some high energy and urgency because this was a very very difficult Wizards game to watch just because they they couldn't get their offense going throughout Down, the game. You know, the last
2: five minutes. Yeah. That's I don't know what's wrong with like our team. The last five minutes, like we played well, not well, but we we played up to their level for the first three quarters and then midway mm-hmm. fourth quarter. It's just
0: yeah,
1: I don't know. We, we let Delon Wright go off and yeah. You, know, you we, let a
2: bench player go off on your starting five. There's That's no crazy. one
1: on the Wizards I mean, I guess you could argue that Mike Scott has that offensive capability, but there's no one really on the Wizard's bench who who you're scared that, you know, at any point he can just, you know, get 10, 15 points in a quarter. Right.
2: Exactly. Delon Wright stepped up for the for the Raptors tonight and no one stepped up. Well, on the bench, I don't think anyone stepped up on the well. Kelly Ubre, but
1: he was—he shot three of eleven, though, and yeah, you know, he didn't contribute much else aside from that. He played solid defense, but you know, just one rebound, no assists, <sighs> yeah. one steal. When you shoot three of eleven, like it would have been a totally different ball game if he was hitting some of those threes. But he, I know he those open threes, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, I feel like we've kind of put out all the frustration that that we can tonight, Racia. So I. I really appreciate having you on the podcast and would love to have you back. You're more than welcome anytime. But I think that's, you know, all... If we keep going, you're about to start screaming and cursing and it's going to (laughs) get ugly. So I got to cut you off before that happens. I know. I
2: don't... Yeah, you you don't want to hear... You should have seen me about an hour and a half ago, but... um, I'm glad you had
1: a chance to cool off.
2: (laughs) Yes, but like I said, we are not out of the woods yet. There is a Game 6, so... Hopefully they adjust for game six and they play better in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And they make shots down the stretch. That's all I gotta say.
1: And that John Wall does not go fishing. He's not about to get on that life right now. That's that's not stop. about to be his off season. <laughs>
2: the- yeah, and when their backs are against the stop. wall, like what John said, John Wall I mean. said, uh, they play well. So hopefully, we um, their backs are against the wall now, mm-hmm. and the lights are on them now. So hopefully,
1: that's a good point. Every time in the regular season, when everyone's like, okay, this team is really. You know, they're they the bed, they're you know, losing to Landhock, <laughs> or losing to Nick, losing all Yeah, like what Drake games. said, you're gonna get swept, no thanks. no way, no, no. But they kinda of proved yeah, it anytime they're like, Okay, is this team really as bad as they've played the past couple of games against, you know, sub five hundred teams, they always snap their, their losing streak and you know, against the best teams they they usually perform pretty well. I don't know their exact record of teams who were in the playoffs, but I'm sure it was just got equal or maybe even better than against the, the losing teams and, and teams that and, didn't even make it
2: for sure yeah I agree and like, like um, I think Dwayne Casey said we're not the typical 8th seed and yeah the
1: Wizards aren't yeah
2: we're, we have a lot, um, we, have a lot to, we have a lot to show we have a lot to prove to our fans and I don't know hopefully Friday let's do it let's do it Noah we got it mm-hmm.
1: No <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to Locked On Wizards podcast. It was a pleasure having you, Raysha. Once again, everyone can follow you on Twitter at r m a r i l l e t t e r Marilette. Yes. Cool. And be sure to follow and subscribe to Locked On Wizards as well. Tomorrow night we'll be doing a game six preview with Vivek. I've got to double check his last name. Ah, I don't know. He's a he covers the Raptors. Um, he has produced some, some awesome content. So tune in for that tomorrow night as the preview for Friday's matchup. Do or die. Do or die Tom Do or Thanks die. Thanks so much for joining us and I will catch you tomorrow. Thank you, Raysha Good night everyone.
0: I chopped the top off a notice. round town with the 1.5 for the land I'm
1: the only lady who's still nigga in room
0: I... Hey Prime members, you can
1: listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.